0: What's up, my people? Welcome to Fellowship Bible Church's Sermon Spotlight, where we are coming at you each and every week with a fresh weekend to debrief in an effort to send biblical truth. What better way to do that than by the power of conversation? I'm Caleb Pearson, one of your hosts, joining me, uh, the complete host panel. I'm uh, coming your way first, Miss Alicia Batalia. Alicia, how are you doing today?
1: I'm doing fantastic.
0: Fantastic. Yes. That is so good to hear. Good to see you here in person. uh, In video and audio form, you and I. Yes. Uh, Also joining us, Mark Francis. Uh, You can hear him, but you can't see him. That's the best way of doing it. It is. I've had so many people say... We're okay hearing him. Do we have to look at look at him that I'm, much? You know what I'm I mean? I'm glad you've gotten that feedback.
2: You know, <laughs> I think I push people that direction. Say just ask to get me off. That so so because the
0: 40th, shot. because you had a lot of leadership moving around doing a whole bunch of stuff, we wanted all of us here so we could all talk about the 40th. Um, and so then if, great. if
1: we need to, we just can hit mute, right? And then yeah, We yeah. can't see him or oh, hear yeah, him. Yeah.
2: Well, it's like you know, you watch those <laughs> sports pregame shows, college game day, and there's always exactly. like the key yep. the the yep. pretty-looking people are on the main camera, then there's the goofy, ugly guy in the back who just kind of speaks <laughs> into something every now and, oh, and then. Oh, so absolutely. Wouldn't matter if I he am. left or if he was there,
0: he's just yeah. he's just there. So. Exactly. Thank you for filling that role, Mark. Thank you. You're the man. <laughs> uh, joining us again, as always, Senior Pastor Mark Carey. Mark, how you doing, man? Very well. Good? You. Did yep. you have a good weekend? Wonderful weekend. Yeah? Wasn't, wasn't it great. so much fun? It was. The 40th. It was
3: a super...
1: Oh, I meant, to,
0: I meant to look at what episode this is, because this might be episode 45 of Sermon Spotlight. I don't know. you got to keep track of that. I was hoping it was 40 and 40. That would have been so cool, but it's not. But anyway, we've been doing this a while, but it was so awesome to celebrate uh, church, have the service outside. Um, so I'd love to just kind of open up the floor for all four of us to kind of share uh, our thoughts uh, on the Sunday morning um, and kind of what you what
2: you thought about that. Do we have a head count of how many people were there? Or just there were- over 1,100. So Man, that so is cool. the wow. most that we've had in attendance for a weekend since COVID. Wow. And, and that's most,
3: assuming everybody got, I don't know how they can count. I don't know how they people. count. There's all the cars. little kids running around. Or...
2: Kids running around, people standing in line to get donuts, you know, a dozen donuts at a yeah. time. They were cranking those things out. We had people behind the scenes that maybe didn't get counted, also. So, you know. Oh, that's definitely. And there true.
1: were the folks from the Hispanic church. Were yep, there, they were correct? There. I
2: think they're part of the headcount. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. But somebody that's was awesome. going
0: around like one, two, three, four, carry the one. Oh, my goodness. Somebody had that job. That's quite a job, man. <laughs> it's tough. But that, to, to, your, to your point, so many people doing so many different things. It was a so cool. Beyond, yeah. I was here the evening before. Just
3: people everywhere helping set yeah. up for this and, thing. And, and that's it. You know, Mark, Francis, uh, big thanks to you mm. and your team. I mean, mm. you, we've been planning this thing for months and months and months we were originally going to do it back in may and then you know COVID hit and and so mm. it was yeah. like everything was on hold what are we going to do but you kept pressing through yeah. and the team and rose lock and mike Lukens, and the worship and caleb and you know, all these people yeah. it's been a
2: lot i mean there's i was able to just process afterwards and just look at just not just the number of people who serve but just the quantity of what I call teams of people and there's like over a dozen kind of teams I mean from stuffing bags to printing things to setting up to Mm. tearing down to food service to food prep to then decorating blowing up balloons I mean you go down the list there's a whole slew of people of well over 100 people that kind of volunteered at any given point in time to make this happen so that's the body of Christ in action which is awesome because that is an example of today's church going back to where we've heard stories of the 1980s church and people just jumped in to serve. And Mm -hmm. here we are 40 years later and people are still have that servant heart, and that's the heart of FBC, and hmm. testament to the leadership, a testament to just those who are around here. Yeah, it's, it's, it's part it's of the DNA.
3: Cool. It's great. And the DNA continues. So yep. good. And
1: I'm sure that everybody involved who were serving each have their own individual stories of just how God met them in that time and provided hmm. for whatever way that they were serving. Yeah. And uh, so it's just neat, I'm I mean, sure... I, I partner alongside to tons that. of
2: people and people that i don't talk with on any normal given mm-hmm. basis and so you use those times to serve to actually get to know one another yeah. and to, to to feel like that you're connected and to get plugged mm-hmm. in and that's just an aspect to let me tell you if you don't feel connected start serving somewhere because that's <laughs>
0: well, and that's where it's at and that's
2: the thing right like when, when you realize Things you have in common
0: with somebody—it's pretty easy to f- form a friendship or anything like that. And so, when you're celebrating the 40th, I mean, I, I was meeting people where we were able to celebrate and talk about things that we both experienced. Never, never seen them before, or never was able to engage mm-hmm. yeah. in conversation with them. So now I was. Uh, we well, go down in the yeah. history
2: of FBC. Let me oh, tell it's you. So, so cool, yeah.
0: and 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 maybe we'll touch on this, but the conversation wasn't ever just looking back, but it was also looking forward. Like everybody was so willing to
3: be excited about the future. Yeah, and what I appreciated about it all. It wasn't looking back only and looking forward; but it was looking up. Hmm. And so yeah. I, I just f- sensed, and, that's, and that was the comments mm-hmm. I got from so many people. Mm-hmm. It was, it was God honoring. It wasn't about FBC. Uh, it was about, don't we have a wonderful God and, yeah. and what He, what he has accomplished? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so I, th- I think that's that's where the when it was all said and done, people walked away, encouraged, uh, blessed, um, motivated, but but. Um, spiritually, I think, encouraged because uh, Christ was honored oh, and he certainly gave yeah. us a beautiful day. Oh, <laughs> and, oh, he did.
1: And the prayer that Mike oh, yeah. Thomas prayed at the end was so beautiful and just the plan purposed in Christ. Mm-hmm. And he just, if you missed that, go back and listen to him pray that prayer again because it was so mm-hmm. beautiful. And I just think God. He just, oh, wow, what a sweet aroma yeah. For her. yeah, And
0: you hear all those stories. You get to hear all these different testimonies throughout the whole thing. You're you're left with only one conclusion. Like, this, this was God. This had mm. to have been mm. God. Like, a church doesn't do that. Yeah. Yep. God empowers. And so it's really cool to see. Alicia, I was going to ask you because—so I was kind of helping with Rose with some mics in and out uh, of the building and back and forth behind stage. But I was able to look at the stream a little bit. I mean, people seem super engaged online. Were you watching through Facebook or—
1: so we were on vacation uh, last week, and so we weren't able to be here. But uh, we did watch online, okay. and I, I watch through the YouTube. So when I, okay, sure. I go to the website, and then I click the YouTube yeah, link, yeah. and then that takes me over there. And um, at the very beginning, there was a little issue a little with glitch. the sound. Yeah. I didn't hear when you and Mark first came on, or actually you were on. And then when you came on stage, then the sound picked up. And then mm. it was fantastic from there. Awesome.
0: Yeah, yeah. it was cool to see all the people commenting, you know, sorry, we're not able to make it, but this is so cool to see. And, mm-hmm. and even when Mark and I looked back at it today, all the different camera angles of the crowd. Oh, and yes. the mic and that was pretty cool. Was, it was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yes, again, I love that. But again, see, that's happening. I, I don't even know who did it.
2: Like, it's just cool that somebody yeah. did that and somebody yeah. was serving and, and yeah. thinking about all the different things. And, the, and the, yeah. again, the setup and the technical things that go involved, it's uh, beyond it what most around. people can oh, imagine. And so we're still good. cleaning up even right now. <laughs> yeah, we are, we are. But that's okay, you
0: know, because <laughs> yeah. it's worth it. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely yeah,
2: timeline's still up. I, I, I walk through
3: every time I'm up here, I walk through it like this. is So cool. Make yeah, sure I realized that on the timeline, there's a place that, that you could take chalk and write yeah. And so I did that the other day. I, I put it the wrong place. Did you really? <laughs> so <laughs> so I, I. How far off were you? Well, just about six months, four or five months. Oh, okay. I, okay. I, yeah, yeah, right. I, I did it under where our picture was, but uh, that's in May. And gotcha. we came in uh, January of 1990, and so gotcha. someone else had written carries in January. But uh, anyway, yeah. is, <laughs> yeah. that's I'll so erase funny. it and put it. But, <laughs> but hey, you, you folks can come back, to, uh, anybody can go up there up in the fireside room, second floor, and go and walk through that timeline thing and, mm-hmm. and um, take a piece of chalk and, and mark when you came. Put that was, name a, that was a
2: question on social media that was that was posed right away. Is it, was that just a one-day thing? Can we, can no, we go see? Yeah. The, the fireside room, the, the library is open for the foreseeable future. Yep. We'll, we'll have that up. There's no reason
3: to take it down right now because it's pretty valuable and cool stuff. So. And, and we did the interview with the Richardsons, Charlie and Margaret Richardson, mm-hmm. yep. uh, founding family. And you did the interview with Robbie and, and Joyce Robinson, founding and family. That's going to get released this yeah. coming Friday. And that comes Friday. Rich
1: Frito and the Williams. And,
3: yeah. Um, yeah, so those those things, I understand, are going to be all parked on a 40th anniversary place so you can go there. Awesome. We'll work on um, consolidating
2: it all, get it all, all the things, all the the information, the documents, your sermon notes, you know, the posting. Uh, We'll we'll try to do all that because it's important to have a good central hub for everyone to go to to make it easy to find. Yeah. Yeah. And in 10 years, we got to do something again. Right?
0: That was one of Simeon's questions. Because I was questions. kind of thinking,
3: Amen, Simeon. Because I'm like, <laughs> man, he, the, what's the 50th <laughs> gonna be? We got 20 food trucks. Man, I heard, I heard, I heard a lot of people say, Hey, we need to do this every year. But then, <laughs> yeah. the, you know, you then to, Mark to, Francis gets his big eye <laughs> yeah. like, like, No, we don't. Minute. No, we don't. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, yeah so I had the pizza.
0: Did you eat any thing, or you're chilling? You were chilling.
3: Oh no, we I <laughs> did I eat anything? <laughs> did you eat any of the food trucks stuff? Uh yeah yeah I got had a, a, a pizza the pizza was pretty Tom. good wasn't it yep. yeah you bet and then uh, went back and got a hot dog on the truck because <sighs> that's I that's so were, cool yeah but I was full by then yeah and and I did split a striped donut with my wife I okay, cut it in go. half
0: there you go half a striped donut's enough
3: calories and then it's really some good of the, the frozen custard oh wow okay yeah that's that's good. Good. You oh. went did you did you eat any did, I did. you get any? yeah okay. I had okay. some
2: good. pizza I had good. some barbecue it was great and. Oh, had frozen custard and then striped donuts. I don't remember us uh, yeah. ever
0: having food trucks ever at any event. No? I could be dead it's wrong about concept. that. Well, but I just, I mean, when eh. the church was
3: right. smaller, we we always had. Uh, oh really? Potluck? Well, we did. Yeah. We would grill. We would always provide hamburgers, hot dogs. Mm. We get guys out. to grill and all that stuff. But this yeah, that's, the first true. Time we, that's true. Do it ourselves. It's definitely one of the
2: planning so, teams. You know, debates because. It, the history of the church is potluck and or mm. bring your own food or maybe we do our own grilling and burgers. But we really wanted the church to enjoy the and participate in the service and not feel sure. pressured to to miss it, to then serve, to keep making yep. the food or be behind the scenes prepping. And so. This is just a good, easy way to involve the community and th- I, those food trucks. They they loved it. They appreciated. it. They came up to me afterwards oh, and said, yeah, "This they, was they, amazing."
3: I mean, I mean we when we started, being well, here. they brought in a hall. I'd say, oh, yeah. yeah. When, we, when
0: we started trivia, they were like two hundred people in line. But even
2: Strikes Donuts, donuts. <laughs> they said we were back <laughs> here. Hey, Larry, and we were engaged sermon. in the, <laughs> you know, we were engaged in like the worship time. Yeah, and they appreciated listening yeah, to the so music cool. and See, hearing the stories.
0: See, that is so cool to think about. They
3: were, you know, they were impacted by being there. If 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 anybody listening, if you have not if you missed it this weekend, and you haven't uh, gone back and watched it, I would encourage you. It's longer, it's not an hour service. It was an hour and 40 minutes or something like that by the time we said, but every part was fun. I mean, you guys at the trivia at the beginning, great job mm-hmm. just really fun engaging uh that was the hope oh yeah it was it was and great. i saw
0: you got a little bit of not flack but clarification on I, social I, media once again I've, I've
2: i'll clarify it a second time so again <laughs> you do the best you can to no, get factual information for so people are like, like this they th- th- was wrong or some oh, of well, the answers the last wrong. the last question of how you know how many who, kids which dedicated? family is the most baby dedications <laughs> oh justin miller texted me and they actually have seven he texted, also he texted Oh, in so the it's, tied service, with the so it's a tie. So the Millers and, and the, the Coxes have yeah. both dedicated seven. Yeah. Now the Coxes have more kids than seven kids. Yeah. You know. So that was kind of a little trick See, question the, there. Yeah. But there was so
0: like the hope was people would engage in trivia, but they engaged to the point of finding flaw in it. Where am I? I, be- I deserve to be <laughs> a Put trivia. The disclaimer answer. out there. Oh. I, I'm in the sweet spot because yeah. I hosted the trivia with you, but I don't get any of the complaints. I'm just yeah. like, hey, that's
3: Mark's <laughs> thing. I don't <laughs> I took the heat off the sermon.
0: Credit says the sermon. He had something else to pick. And and an hour four so. It is such a good watch. Like, it's the closest thing we'll ever get to a documentary of what the Lord has done here. Because it was just, a, like, Rose, Mark, fantastic job. It's all very well done. But an hour 40, that is
2: not as long as it It's tough to pack it all in when you want to involve that many people and putting guys right. like Brito and Morrison and, and yeah. Carey and, and Lukens was, on was, stage was, and then and, and Hartog prayer and... Like mm-hmm. Thomas Prayer and trying to get singing and trying to get mm-hmm. your your family did great as
0: well. Yeah, I mean, that was you really know, getting to a chance. They were worried hear. they went long and I, I had no concept of well, time. Well, yeah, they went long. We of were course. Out there, but yeah. yeah, put your dad in. Yeah. But it was neat. <laughs> it go. was.
1: I I really I really appreciated hearing from your your family and your mm-hmm. mom's story. And I was just thinking about just the the amazing story oh, that was she surreal. shared. It was just surreal. The, yeah,
0: like, I was standing people stocking
1: like, your cupboards and. Yeah. It just is such a testimony yeah. of God at work yeah. over and over really again. Good.
0: And just enough balloons popping to keep everybody awake. That's right. You know you what me. I mean? Get <laughs> them, they were getting get awake. Pretty, I think yeah. they were getting hot and they burned. Yeah, they were. Over. Yeah. Bah, bah. But anyway. Yeah. It was really but good.
2: the thing, just the making that transition, though, of yeah. getting a chance to see the torch being passed, You know, that's one of mm-hmm. those four Ps that, mm-hmm. that we're talking about how the elders are kind of just saying, hey, what are we still going to be about? Well, Mark, as you mentioned, those are as old is age of time, because it's straight from Scripture, and so for us to say, we want to pass the torch, it's nothing new, but to see your family up there, to see how you've grown in the Church, and, and are now ministering to other people, to see, you know, the Bouchelon family, and their kids being a part of kind of the Richardson family, and just how they get a chance to, to hmm. be a part of reading Scripture together, and, and just that that generational concept, yeah. I think, you know, being the theme from generation to generation, that Technically, a generation is, what, 40 years in scripture. Hmm. So we're celebrating one generation passing the torch to the next. That, you know, I think that really came and rung true. And if that's one takeaway and one nugget that we can have is how do we continue to pass that torch and and champion, you know, imparting the word of God to our families, to those around us, to the next generation.
1: So back to the four Ps. I was not there physically, so I didn't get one of those bags that had the whatever goodies. We and owe you a
2: cup
0: and a pen, at least.
1: And some paper we'll find that one's had paper. the four Ps on it. Yeah. So can you reiterate what the four Ps are for those of us who were not there and did not get a goodie bag? Yeah, please. no, that's
0: good. And we can even talk just to some about the vision casting of the sermon and stuff like that. Go for um, it, Mark. Yeah, you Do you want to do for, that real quick?
2: Yeah, I mean, so the, basically the four Ps themselves are um, something that you can give me the history of it, but there's... The elders were kind of thinking through what are they going to be the, the things that we want to be about as a church, mm-hmm. not just currently, but in the future. And so you look at it and there's prepare new leaders is mm-hmm. the first to participate in disciple making is mm-hmm. the second, the third to pass the torch, and then the fourth to prioritize the body. And that, that's more of a call to serving, prioritizing the body as in to, sure. to encourage the engagement of the body, You know, not just, mm-hmm. as you say, sit, soak, and sour, Mark, but to be involved, to be that service. So those four Ps, I think, are, are really, uh, we want to inculcate those into the body, into every single ministry to where all the pastors, all the staff, all the leaders mm-hmm. are attempting to pull in those four things. How am I, how am I preparing new leaders? How am I really working in making disciples amongst the people that I'm engaged with? You know, how am I passing the torch to the next generation and then how am I allowing the body to be a part of the ministry? And if and if each aspect of ministry at FBC is doing those four things, Mm -hmm. I think we're accomplishing something. I mean, so tell me if I'm wrong, but that's I think the heartbeat of the elders to say, that's not anything new. No. Right? <laughs> we're nothing is changing. Yeah. But how can we really bring that to the forefront to call the body, this is what we're about, you yeah. know?
3: Yeah. Kind of refreshing some of the things that we, everything we've been talking about for 40 years. And it's yeah. just an, another attempt to refresh that and uh, refocus on that. So.
2: And I love how even Margaret Richardson referred to the yeah. sermon series from the summer that, that was kind of on your heart that stirred us to, to basically say, what are we about as a church? What are we called to be and and as you look in what the very first meeting that the Richardson's and those four families had with this guy named Don Meredith who is kind of from Fellowship Bible Church in Texas mm-hmm. to have what were called these uh, distinctives. seven distinctives mm-hmm. and then this eight points that you made from your sermon mm-hmm. this past weekend are so similar I mean I, I know you're, you're looking at those but nothing's changed so kind of what stands out to you, Mark, as far as those distinctives or those, um, you know, eight points from your sermon of really what a
3: church has looked like? Well, um, what, you know, again, one of the things I've appreciated about Fellowship Bible Church is, is they, over 40 years, we've, we've stayed true to these. You know, you don't have to, if you, and this is instructive for, for our Shenandoah County church plant, as well. We're mm. starting brand new. Right. And if you start off biblical, and you keep your eyes on the Lord and stay true to to the Word, then 40 years later, you're still going to be biblical. There, hopefully, there's not going to be a whole lot change. Right. Because if you start out with biblical distinctives, you know, 40, 80 years later, you, you mm. should still be um, biblically strong. Mm. So um, so uh, when when I was looking over the kind of the FBC the 30 years that I've been here and uh, it was just yeah, fun to, to 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 refocus again and, and what has stood out to me and it goes I didn't I didn't even look at those distinctives I just I just looked at FBC these last hmm. 30 years and hmm. and what stands out and it was you know it's the Christ exalting church it's a a bible respecting and teaching church it's a multiple spiritual leader led church and every member serving church, it's a disciple-making church. It's a loving church. It's a family honoring church. It's a world caring, a world changing church. And um, for forty years, that's been what you know. Mm. That's what it's about. Yeah, as the church has grown, and we've become more um, resourced, so that we can maybe do more things. That kind of what we're doing. To take the last one, a world caring church. We're doing stuff today that thirty years ago, and forty certainly forty years ago, the, the, the people would have never dreamed yeah. we were doing. Yeah, That's um, good. Um, so it, so you know, I have
1: a question. Yeah. So you, when you first stepped into your role here, how many years ago was that?
3: Well, over thirty. Over thirty. 30, 30 yeah. So yeah.
1: over three decades ago. Um, surely there were things that really stood out to you about the church that encouraged your heart a lot and is there something specific that maybe over three decades ago that really stood out to you that still stands out to you today as a marker of what yeah FBC looks like
3: you know I, I always have to come back to um, the the thought of the the elder-led, the multiple leader led church. I was 34 years old when Lisa and I came here. You know, four little kids, and uh, immediately I was placed in a body. There was you know 100 people, but there was there were strong leaders. There was already, you know, the the Robbie Robinsons and the Charlie Richardsons and the, mm-hmm. the Bob Harrimans and the Dave Dixons and the Alan McCorkle. I mean, there there were these 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 teams um of of men as elders of the church uh and that stood out to me um when i came here that of course i was pastored in rural nebraska and there was a young couple in our church in rural nebraska a young farmer rancher couple who had to quit farming because of their his he had terrible allergies every spring he would be (laughs) wiped out and finally his doctor Uh. basically said you can't survive farming Mm -hmm. Well what is he going to do? Hmm. Well, he's got a beautiful tenor voice, and someone said you ought to audition for the Navy Corral. Let the government take care of you and your family oh, wow. for four <laughs> years. So you auditioned for the Navy Corral, the Sea Channers. was accepted that brought him out to DC uh, to sing and all these, you know, hmm. typical promotional things, the White House and all these events. But they lived in Stephen City. And they attend fellowship bible church well they were visiting us back in the spring of 1989 back in nebraska and kind of jokingly said you know we're an old nebraska couple we've survived out east you ought to think of coming out here sometime and i jokingly said well if your pastor ever resigned someday couldn't give me a call and two weeks later we got a call and I, hey were you serious mark because out of the blue our pastor just resigned well that was harry adams <laughs> The wow. first Pastor Fellowship Bible Church, and so I said, "No, I wasn't serious," <laughs> and, but that got the ball rolling, and uh, we. But but that couple, because they were members here, they knew all the inner workings of the church, mm-hmm. and that was one of the things they said. They said there, there are strong leaders here,
1: mm-hmm.
3: um, and and so when I came and candidated, and then we, we eventually moved here. Um, that was the thing that was very encouraging. Well, and it's cool to us. hear
0: you say it like that, because it, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but it sounds like they were they were wanting to take care of you when they invited you out east. They knew a church that was well taken care of, and so mm-hmm. they extended that invitation to you. It wasn't this, we have a church that's dying by the vine, we need a pastor, come yeah. save it, but instead no. it was a... yeah.
2: Yeah, serving it's, you and, in a way. I don't know. So just, just a little uh, preview for this Friday's podcast, getting a chance to talk to Robbie and Joyce Robinson. I did ask him very similar questions, and they, they laughed about how you came and candidated. But at the same time, his first thought was the multiple leadership yeah, of the Church. And, cool. and you look at those seven distinctives that those families looked at, that was point number two. Mm-hmm. That was the markings of a biblical-based Church. The first mm-hmm. was essentially to have the philosophy of being a Bible-teaching Church but the second to be a church that has multiple leadership. And that is a value that was instilled with those those first four families. And to hear you say that, Mark, is just, again, confirmation that that's what has allowed us to grow and to flourish. Um, so many times, I mean, I'm sure we've all seen it, single kind of leader churches um, just sometimes just don't uh, thrive. Yeah, yeah. You, you don't have that kind of multiple viewpoints, multiple thoughts and oversight that... One person can't provide.
3: Yeah, and I think that's what, what why it was such a great fit for for me here is because that was my passion. I I'm not I don't want to be the solo leader. Hmm. I, I I that's not what I'm cut out for. I want to be a part of a team. It was always, that's always been important. Even in the little rural church in Nebraska I pastored, um, there there was there was there was a team of of, of people that we, we did stuff together. So that was very important for me. And, um, and especially when you go through life, you know, I didn't wanna be viewed as Pastor Mark. I still don't like to be called the pastor or you know, <laughs> Reverend Carey. I kind, of, I, I, kind like, I kind of like the, the the Holy Reverend Right Gary, but but no one ever calls me that. But but so you know, my name's Mark. You know, I don't. I, you know, Marky Mark. Yeah, yeah. I even, I'm, yeah, some smart Mark. Alex even called no. me things. Uh, You're gonna get a backhand pretty soon. that's yeah, right. But 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 we see ourselves as the body of Christ, and mm-hmm. we all have our giftedness, and we're, we're working together. That's good. And so. The benefit of that is, if if you're real, if you're just honest mm. and real about who you are, and um, then when when you go through tough times, and and you know we've gone through some tough times as a family, you know when we, our oldest son Paul, when he was struggling in his uh, uh, youthful walking away from the Lord type type thing, I mean it was it was Robbie Robinson was the chairman of the elder board at that time, you know, mm. and I'm in mm. my you know early 40s at that time or whatever it was uh i stepped off the elder board for a couple of years uh because because of that whole incident and robbie would come stop by the office he was uh um a, a veterinarian in town but he'd, he'd come over sometimes at lunch hour just stop by and said mark how you doing what can we pray for hmm. bob harriman would stop by the office what can, what how, how you doing hmm. and, and then our team you know john morrison came in 93 and I can remember one time going to John's office and just kind of unburdening my soul. And uh, and, I, and he said one time, Mark, would it make you feel better if God kind of all of a sudden wrote on the wall here with, you know, like in Daniel's day right. that, <laughs> Mark, it will be okay? Do, do you want that? And then he turned me to scriptures. Hmm. So that collegial, that, right. that, that environment that's what ministered well, the, and nurtured me.
1: The verses that you put for that a multiple spirit leader led church in First Peter five and acts twenty, mm-hmm. that those that role is to shepherd, to give oversight, to yeah. be an example, to be humble, to protect. And all in light of Jesus per- purchased the church with his own blood. So that's a those that's a high, Calling—it's a—it's yeah. a very weighty role to step into, but one of the neat things about that multiple uh, leader role and having m- men alongside you to walk with you, because I always think, you know, who's pastoring the pastor? How is the pastor being pastored? Mm. And so, is that? I'm—I'm I'm sure that it is. Just by our conversation, just one way that God is pastoring you as
3: oh yeah i mean definitely shepherding you it's yes. just it, through that that yeah.
1: team of men around you who are walking with you through this
3: yeah it, you know again if you don't set yourself up as as somebody to be whatever you know bowed down to bowed down mm-hmm. to <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah only my kids i want that for my kids <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but uh yeah you, you you have to be real, and, honest. and I and I, I believe this for at least the thirty years I've been here. There is an openness. There's a realness. Mm-hmm. There's a um, there's there's an authentic body life, um, and uh, that means it can get messy. It can be, but it's mm-hmm. honest. It's mm. it's o- it's open, um, and I think that that has been true. Um, generally, it's a, it's a culture, part of our DNA. Oh, definitely. Authentic um, fellowship. I, we can always improve and go deeper on that. Um, wow. Right. But especially as the church gets bigger. And, and I'll say this. Um, I think for most of us, whether it's on the elder board or certainly the pastoral staff, some of us older, old-timers, <laughs> as the church begin to grow... We became increasingly, um, uh, increasingly uncomfortable. I didn't. I didn't move here. The church was 100 and whatever people. I didn't move here to to see to build a big church. To see a big church, right. it, I did. It wasn't. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you plant, you water, you, you you know, sow the seed, and God causes the increase. But as the church began to grow, uh, we increasingly became concerned and uncomfortable with that in 1998 i took a sabbatical and just got away for three months talked with because i didn't i didn't know we were beginning the whole process of the building program but this this final phase of the building program and you know i didn't know if i was cut out to to you know i knew i could pastor a rural church of 80 people and we were doing okay when the church was two three four hundred people but anticipating it was going to get beyond that and six seven eight nine hundred thousand twelve hundred fifteen hundred different ball game. It's a different ball game, and I think one thing that God has done, and it it's purely grace, is somehow He took people, elders, men, women leaders, Andy Harriman, but Andy Oxen now started the women in the Word back in the eighties. And it continued to grow and grow and grow as the church grew and grew and the different ministries. And somehow he took us and, and uh, ad- adopted us or adapted us hmm. so that we could fit into an ever changing church. Hmm. It was, unco- believe me, it was very uncomfortable at times. I can remember John Morrison one time saying, I mean, he, he, he started thinking, about, looking at maybe, maybe I need to get back to Texas. And um, and as much as we helped him try to go through that door back to Texas, it just <laughs> never <laughs> worked. <Yeah. laughs> no, but yes, yeah. I'm yeah. glad it didn't. No. He's our, a
1: keeper. Yeah. Oh, my. Well, and there's an intricate
0: network of, of small church feel now for so many people, and it's it's often directly correlated to, to serving, to doing life alongside yeah. each other. And even for me, I mean, they, I did an internship program here at the church being mentored by all these guys, and so I was in this unique spot where I'm like, I grew up with... Well, these are my pastors. <laughs> John Avery has seen me at the most immature and dumbest I'll ever be. What is it going to oh, be like to get... be on the, uh, except for, <laughs> yeah, you, I'll yeah, be honest, you've yeah, seen yeah, me at yeah. that too. <laughs> uh, what is this going to be like? You know, there was that element of curiosity in my mind of like, I'm behind the scenes now. What is, and, and to just see the way the pastoral staff can joke with each other, rag on each other, but also build each other up um, and, and do life alongside. It, it, I mean, it's exceptional. Yeah. We've yes, heard there that... are differences. Yes, there there is stuff that pops up. But it doesn't damage what God is doing, and
2: yeah. it's just uh, really cool to see. And we heard that from the stage from John Morrison saying what right. you just said, that he has been pastored and discipled by being here. Mm-hmm. Rich Brito was saying, God has put me in places that were outside mm-hmm. of my comfort zone. And to hear it from you as well is it, just... That just speaks to the dynamic that happens behind the scenes here that yeah. most people don't see that there is that love and care for each other. and and just again, the godly focus of of you, the elders, the leaders, the pastors here to to say it's not about me. <laughs> this church is not about me. It's about you, God. and it's about people being able to serve and care for each other. We're just here to minister, you know,
0: yeah, and so so with all that, I think the devil's probably looking to destroy it. I I think this past Sunday we we capitalized on looking forward as well as looking backwards. I was in a lot of encouraging conversations Mm. about the future, about vision. Um, What, I mean, even Pastor Mark, he had mentioned, I think, four things maybe in the sermon there. Do we want to? I've got them. Where do we go from here. here?
1: So the challenges are immense. The first one, the Shenandoah Church plant. Number two. That's so soon, right? Yeah, oh, it's soon. like yeah. when no, is that, it?
0: That's exciting.
3: First Sunday is going to be this coming Sunday is a is a pre-launch service, but November first will okay. be November. Wow, we'll, okay, we'll be good to know. We, the, the, the beginning. Cool. The beginning.
1: Second one: staff transitions over the next five years
3: hmm. mm, or sooner.
1: Oh, John Straws! Gosh, <laughs> the
3: edge of my seat.
1: Raising up the next generation of leaders. That's mm-hmm. number three, and number four. Be prepared to suffer mm-hmm. and standing strong for so the truth.
2: Good. Well, yes. I mean, what was on your heart there with the suffer? Because I, I I think I can sense it, but really kind of, what do you see and what would you like to unpack yeah, with that? Like, and well, I
3: knew the, the, the day was going to be excitement and celebration, so I wanted to end on a <laughs> <like a downer. laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> <just, laughs> dun- dun- i like, prepared to yeah. suffer. We're but 40 it, the behind The balloons were popping behind yeah. me. I just, you know.
2: <laughs> it's not everybody's minds. You know, and there's all, you know, well, amongst the Christian circles and it's social media, year. there's all kinds, mm-hmm. I, all kinds of stuff. People talking about all kinds of nonsense. So
3: how do we as a church kind of prepare for yeah, I, elections and, and everything? I mean, we would like to think, we've just celebrated 40 years, so we would like to think the next 40 years, you'll, you know, you think mm-hmm. of what God, well, I, you know, I really think this next four years, if the Lord doesn't return, um, it's not going to be like the last four years. Mm-hmm in fact things are changing so quickly and i and i do think you look in the scriptures and it's and granted different time 2000 years ago roman empire you know anti-Christian, all that's that was going on um, but there is a whole lot in the new testament about suffering because that's mm-hmm. god's chief we, may, means it's, it's mm-hmm. his chief way yeah. of producing christ likeness in us and if there's anything the church needs today it's christ likeness and i you know mm-hmm. i I've been at this church for thirty years, pastoring, and and it is different. That it is different. I, I people don't have the ears to hear truth mm-hmm. like they heard it thirty years ago. Sorry, that's just that's just reality. I, I yep. know it when I preach. Yep, it, it's it's different, mm-hmm. and um, I'm deeply concerned, even for a Fellowship Bible Church, that you know people. Paul, the apostle, said in Second Timothy that the people are going to want their ears tickled, and they will accumulate teachers in accordance with their own desires. Mm. You know, they don't so want true. to do good, hard Bible study. Say in the Book of Romans,
1: it's no tell, give it's me easier thir- to be swayed by every wind of doctrine.
3: That's <laughs> like, right. I want to hear three things about how to have a happy life. Give mm-hmm. me seven sermon series on you know how to how to be a more mm-hmm. forgiving person. Mm-hmm. I want five steps to be more fulfilled. And but to go through it. the book of Romans verse by verse? Are you kidding me? And this is the American yeah. culture. That's right. That's Yeah. I mean, right. it is. Yeah. Even, even family life in the home center. Where's the pamphlet on successful parenting? Yeah. You think there's a guarantee your kids <laughs> are going to turn out well? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, I think the whole thing of suffering, I think it would be God's grace hmm. to allow maybe some suffering to refine the Church, but we have to be prepared for that, because mm-hmm. when that pressure starts coming like a watermelon seed, you push on it, it can squirt away, and I'm a concerned that maybe a lot of Christians would do that. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. and so even in the New Testament, you, one of the key words is, persevere. Mm-hmm. Persevere. Mm-hmm. Keep running the race with endurance. Mm-hmm. Persevere, because it isn't going to get any
2: better. And it makes so much sense, too, because just coming off the sermon series of what are we to be about as a Church? in this mm-hmm. fallen world and now digging into Romans yeah. of how can we really be rooted and grounded it's, it's and the anchored Bible, in in Bible believing church,
0: fellowship Bible church later in Second Timothy, the, the word of God's profitable for teaching, but also for rebuking, correcting, and training mm-hmm. in righteousness. There are so many people that, that get to teaching and de teach themselves. So yeah. there's there's a passage even before that verse that says they need to be taught again and again and again. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. sink yeah. in. Yeah. But We have our work cut out for us
3: um Mm. i think so Mm. Um, but like
1: you said he is worth it you know jesus he he died on our behalf he took the punishment that we deserve but he rose again and he ascended and so the story's not over we're we're in the Mm -hmm. grit and the grime Mm -hmm. of it right now but the, the story's not over and so this is where god's placed us in history and uh he has called us to this place and this is a place that he's also giving us grace to live and to walk with the Spirit and to be unified. I mean, I just, I'm so grateful for the, um, our focuses and just our identity in Christ. That has helped me really adjust my thinking in every way and mm-hmm. my struggle with sin and all of that. It's just my identity in Christ and understanding who I am, what, what God's, you know, what he's done for me. And then two, our unity yeah. and the unity and the body of Christ. And um, so it's, it's just such a neat privilege to be placed where we're at in this time in history. And so mm-hmm. let's walk that's, in yeah. it.
3: And I think that's why it was so neat to close the 40th anniversary celebration off with a time of of the lord's table the mm-hmm. communion yeah. Yeah. because that is that that summarizes mm-hmm. that what you were just saying uh, alicia um yeah w- one of my favorite verses is colossians 1 where paul says we proclaim him mm-hmm. and we admonish every man and teach every man that we can present every man complete in christ mm-hmm. and paul said for this uh, purpose i labor and i strive according to the power that works mightily within." him yeah. mm-hmm. paul was striving yeah. it's hard work to yeah. To do what we do but if you draw upon the power of the holy spirit and to be able to have this word of god and the power of the holy spirit you can teach you can admonish and our goal is to present every person complete in christ and if people choose this church to be a part of fellowship bible church and call it their home that is our desire and that's our goal it's harder when the church has gotten bigger like Mm -hmm. this to do that But that still is but our But we're
1: body. all rooted to that same vine, because he's yeah. the vine, and we are the branches, and we've got lots our of branches identity. going. <laughs> yeah, but it's <laughs> our identity with him. But That's our, good. yes, we are That's so good. rooted in the vine. Well, and,
0: and how do you get to celebrate 40 years? It's one week at a time. It's being a part of the body, coming. And and Mark, you said at the beginning of the podcast, we're, we're not just looking backwards and forwards, we're looking up. Mm-hmm. Here, uh, I can tell you, for personal experience, we look up every every Sunday. Uh, every, every weekend, we have an opportunity to serve, opportunity to be served. Uh, an opportunity to worship together, so that's super
2: good. And I was just going to say, essentially, that I've heard you say this many times, but, you know, we don't want to get ahead of God. And the idea mm-hmm. that well, we can cast a big grand vision of what are we going to be about, the 10-year plan and this and that, we're just going to want to have people be a little more like Christ yeah, that's right. next year than they are this mm-hmm. year, which is why the elders intentionally, I think I even heard you say this, not trying to make big grand plans, let's let's pray about things. If there's, a, if there's an idea for Shenandoah County, that's going to be months and years in the making, yeah. building up to not just jump the gun and get ahead of a plan of God. Yeah. And so that's definitely a marking of our church, I think, as well. Is kind of, it, From the outside looking in, it could seem frustrating, yeah. that why aren't we getting things done? But from the inside, I see how it's just a God thing, that He is doing the work,
3: not people doing the work. <laughs> I think I've shared before, but so often during the years, uh, what has defined us, say say it's leaders and elders... Is that we have been more reactive yeah. than proactive? That may maybe shame on us in some things, but it's like I, I had a conversation in 1997 with uh, a local pastor in the area, and he was saying, "So Mark, what's what's your goal for um, FBC's goal for the year 2000? You know, three years away, uh, 2000. You know, you know." And they had some big slogan that they were going to be at 2,000 people by 2000 or something like that. I just kind of sat there (laughs) sipping my soup thing and goals for three years it was like i and i honestly said look we're trying to get through next week and and it's okay lord what are you tim McManagle would often say lord what are you doing and then show us how we can be a part of your program Mm. and i i one other thing i want to say but we'll look back at at 40 years is i think and this is to me this is again a gift from god and his grace there were no Major church splits. There were no major church mm-hmm. issues. I mean, we went through some, you know, three building programs or four counting the original one, and or or adding of staff, and you know, just the different programming and different things exactly. like that. Many opportunities that there could have been something inflamed into a church a conflict yeah. and crisis. Right. Mm-hmm. It just it just hasn't been there. Oh, it. that's
1: awesome! Yeah, that, I and, mean, and how good not, God not, is.
3: <laughs> not that it's going to continue that way, but but praise God! Mm-hmm. Um, again, I think it speaks to the humility and the mm-hmm. humbleness of. And I, you know, I work with a, a different group of elder, elders today than I did 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. The guys I work when I first came here, they're retired or in heaven mm-hmm. or have moved away. Uh, and even in, you know, more recently, four years ago, we our chairman of our elder board, you know, for several years, Jack Cribs, Jack yeah. Cribs mm. went mm. home to heaven, surprising us all. Right. We didn't, that wasn't in the plan. And yet God backfills and he gives us what we need and, and people rise up and fill in the gaps. Uh, it, so praise the Lord that, that there, it just been kind of in many ways, in it, in spite of the choppy seas of growth and all these things. It's been smooth sailing because it seems like the Lord has been yeah. at the helm.
1: He yeah. gives grace to he the humble.
3: Does. Yeah. Well. Yeah. So good, Mark.
1: Yes, we did
0: sir. the fortieth, buddy. We don't need to look. We don't need to make an announcement about it's, it. it. It's been a uh, year
2: in the making. So
0: back to yeah. back to normal, right? Back to are we diving back into Romans? What is
1: normal? Yes. What Six. can you define that? Yeah. That's yeah. Okay, yeah. A fair <laughs> point. That's a fair don't
0: point. Don't. A yeah. fair well, there is <laughs> <there's> no the, <laughs> normal. Yeah. I mean, there are a
2: couple things. Obviously, getting back to Romans, okay. but you know, ministry. You know, the fiscal year for our church is september um you know right so things kind of in that standpoint have started in in certain ministries that were officially Mm -hmm. kind of a little miniature shutdown are back in business if you want to call it that Mm -hmm. so children's ministry is starting to get back your youth ministry is starting to get back into things um we have a, a new name for what people call adult learning center it's called biblical training center so um it was adult learning center classes right now it's biblical training center so you're gonna see that coming out um, of just a more all-inclusive teaching and training of our body Mm -hmm. Um, and then this coming month we want to call our church to this spiritual checkup concept that's right and and so the family ministry kind of initiated that a couple years ago when the home center was launched with this thing called 120-day assessment well, that sounds very sterile and rigid, and we weren't really hitting the 120 days also. So <laughs> so because of that, it's a spiritual checkup, and you can go online and just uh, get to fbcva.life, and you'll find the assessment there. Um, I think it's the very first button when you first get on the homepage. You can find that. Very simple. Hmm. And just do that uh, just as a help for yourself. Um, but, you know, you know, we're not— FPC isn't going to be looking at everybody's names and information and studying up on who's saying that they're doing poorly. But we, you know, I think it's sure. really important for, to have that self-evaluation. You know, you're called mm-hmm. to go to the doctor once a year at least. And mm-hmm. so here we're saying, <laughs> let's do some spiritual checkups. Yes. So that's going to be a campaign that we're pushing for this entire month of September. Um, and then, you know, more things are coming down the road. So Awesome. Um, Stay tuned. Look forward
0: to that. I will say one thing briefly. Uh, this is the week that everybody's going back to school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like today yeah. is the first day of school. Yeah. I've already heard from a handful of teachers that it's hard and difficult, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, the train wreck that everybody gets. So Pray. Pray. we brought up <laughs> we've brought yeah. up Pray. spiritual warfare at least yeah. three weeks in a row now. The devil is going to be trying to get into your home, get into your school, get into your family, especially in these next week or two as the fall tries to reveal mm-hmm. itself. So, well, even you're
2: talking about church splits. You know, I mean, oh, there's, dude. A, there's division mm-hmm. here with yeah. COVID. Yeah. And yeah. so, how yeah. can we continue right. to walk with grace amongst each other yeah. so that it doesn't get more divisive? Yeah. 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 And
3: don't forget, this is an election year, presidential election mm-hmm. year. So, you throw that on top of it. Yeah. If you've not registered to vote, you've got till October 13th, go register. And uh, November 3rd, right? Go out and vote, and
1: mm-hmm. vote
3: biblical values. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what, what we do at Fellowship Bible Church. We try to teach the Word. We don't do voter guides. We don't tell people how to vote. That, right. My goodness, we teach the Bible. Yep. This is the best voter guide there is right mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. And uh, But let's, as God's people, while we have this freedom, um, this fall, let's participate in that. Uh, as well. And get the Romans walking the Spirit. Amen. Really (laughs) good. Really good.
0: Thank you guys. This was awesome. I'm glad all four of us could be in here. Uh, The fact of the matter, everybody, is that 40th anniversary celebrations are not meant to just take an hour and a half, but rather transform a lifetime. Until next week, much love and God bless.